um, Dmitry, uh, I'm not even going to ruin your last name, sir. Somalikov. Okay, there you go. If you want to find out who did that, Sorry. it was Joshua. Yeah, exactly. The reason why I left his name alone. Yeah, he knocked out. Smoliakov. He knocked out. Right. And you know what? The Dimitri, I think it's supposed to be an I between the D and the M. They just blurred that all together. No, that might not be at all. You're probably right. Because you got two I's at the end. They just moved it. I would. You think they moved it? It was actually D I N. Yeah, they just yeah. moved the I hell to the yeah. end. They forgot it as they was writing, but they, they was writing in permanent, you know, you know, with pen, and Don't nobody talk had about white his out. Parents like that. They was like, ah, oh, just let's throw the extra I at the end. Mm-hmm. Nobody care. Um, <laughs> they'll, they'll be they'll be too distracted by his last name to notice that <laughs> to notice the, the, the first, first name. name. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Your eyes that just read the first name. Nobody's worried about the first name when you can't pronounce the last name. That's definitely what happened here. Hell yeah! I, I, I as soon as we we literally had to go back and start looking like at the full thing as a full picture. Think about it. If you took out the space between his first name and his last name, you think I was just effing with you. If I yeah. said that in the text message, you're like, did you just did you just ask message me? Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a UFC fighter's name, Josh. <laughs> I was sending you research. Round And we're back. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Round One Podcast. I'm Joshua, and alongside of me is Lewis. What you got for us today? Oh, man, we got an exciting episode today. We're going to do a little uh, cover on the ESPN4 um, UFC event that just happened this past Saturday. We're going to break down and maybe do some dreadful predictions on our UFC 240 uh, pay-per-view that we got coming up Saturday, this Saturday. And also... Um, is John Jones in trouble again? Well, we Uh-oh. got some questions. We got some things that we need to discuss with that. What's Uh-oh. up with uh, uh, Jorge Masvidal? What's next for him? And also, we have a UFC fighter that has been alligated in a child sex uh, or child pornography thing. So we're going to get into that, too. Yeah, man. We got a whole lot of exciting what? stuff in the UFC. Crazy. You've been holding out on the news on me. This. <laughs> oh, <Whoa>. man. <laughs> well, I feel like I'm just going to sit here now. I'm just, we got some... Hmm. We, we got some crazy crap going on in the UFC. So we're going to break all of that down on another exciting episode of the UFC round one. Let's so, uh, it, what was it? This past Saturday, you had uh, UFC on ESPN4. Yeah. Um, I missed this one. Uh, I was supposed to watch the uh, San Diego Comic-Con, but mainly watched the back of my eyelids. It's okay. It gets like that, man. We're both two hardworking men that are also doing it. Podcast along with it, and you know, sometimes the strain and wear gets on us. <laughs> Yo, I, it's funny because it's funny you say that because I literally was sitting up like when the uh, when the, I, I watched the I watched the fight right, and I got all the way to the main event, and I made the dumb mistake of saying, you know what, I'm going to finish this event in my in my bedroom. So I laid down, I got off the couch, and I laid down. <laughs> and I swear first to mistake. you, first mistake. First mistake. I swear to you, first I laid down, and I'm sitting there, and I noticed myself. I dozed because. I seen Eve Edwards come out. I mean, I seen Leon Edwards come out, and then um, uh, I woke up. Like I opened my eyes up, and and they was about to touch gloves. And I was like, "Hold on, I missed something." So I had to sit in my chair. <laughs> I had to sit in my chair to finish the event. But we got wow. through it. We got through it. Wow. Um. So where do you want to start on this card? Well, you know what? Let's start from the beginning. Um. Well, just just a just a you know quick quick overview, man. Uh, the first fight 
out the gate. First of all, this fight on ESPN, ESPN has been putting on some great shows, or UFC has been putting on some great shows. I don't know what the hell Dana White is telling these guys in the background as a pep talk, but it's been working. Um, this was the first show that was actually riddled with uh, decisions. I think mm. out of the whole event, only two um, fights went to uh, went to finish. Everything else was— I think it was uh, three. Maybe three? Okay. Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, it was three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot about that. Um, three events went to... I'm, I'm happy that you brought that up because I'm only I totally, right because I can read. Hey, you, you, look, listen. Hey, look. You get your brownie points the way you get your brownie points. Take them when you get them. Um, but yeah, three events... Uh, three out of the, the 10 fights went to... Well, out of the 12 fights because I believe there was early prelims also. Um, went to decision. I mean, went to finish and everything else went to decision. But um, starting off this card which really woke me up and I really needed this because I was I was tired was Andre Arlovsky versus Ben Rothwell in a heavyweight division and this fight also went to decision but what a mother freaking war of a fight I mean this fight was this fight was uh, was was freaking amazing um Andre Arlovsky came out and uh Ben Rothwell both of them they fought before I think Arlovsky won the last fight and uh, uh, Ben, you know, apologies if I'm wrong. And Ben was trying to, you know, get his, you know, get his revenge. This was also uh, Ben Rothwell's second fight since he came back. But what a war. I'm talking about both men bloody. Andre Arlovsky was throwing combinations like he was a lightweight fighter. All right. Ben Rothwell was 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 staying in the pocket, trying to pick his timing. But Arlovsky was just unloading. I mean, three, four punch combinations ending in a kick. Every time it was slowed down, he would throw a spinning back fist. He probably hit the man on the head with like four spinning back fists. But the durable Ben Rothwell wasn't going anywhere. Um, it got a little dicey for Arlovsky. He pulled out the win, but in the third round, Arlovsky was tired and Ben still had that punching power. And it was like Arlovsky kept looking up at the at the clock and Ben just kept, you know, you know, kept punching and he was landing. And I don't know if it was landing on the chin and it was hurting him or if it was just the impact that was just throwing his tired body. But you can see, you know, this about the I thought it was about to be like, you know, a straight up comeback, like one, you know, an epic comeback. But um, I'm happy that Arlo, uh, Andre Arlovsky pulled it off. Um, 28 and 18, former heavyweight champion, uh, true legend, and he and he definitely did a great showing in that fight. If you guys missed that, I don't know how you can, but that is definitely a fight that you should go back and watch. That was a great heavyweight fight. Um, then after that fight, we had in the lightweight division, we had Alexander Hernandez versus uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Um, this was Alexander's uh, first fight since the Cowboy loss. You remember that fight? He was the young I kid. Do not. You, I oh do man, not. he was the young kid. He was popping a lot of trash. He he's, he calls himself Alexander. Oh the Great yes, Hernandez. yes. Yeah. No, no, no. I lie. I do. Ooh, that was one of the. Uh, that was one of the when when uh, talking trash goes wrong. Heck yeah. Yeah, because he um, cowboy can cowboy can pop the trash back, but he and I remember in this one he didn't, and no. that. That should have been a signal. Yeah, he he really just he he's really just a chill guy. Like he's crazy mm. in life, and he doesn't really like he, he he can pop it back, but that's not his thing. Like only when he really doesn't like a person will he give you that trash talk. Well, no, I don't I don't know if I agree there because 
he didn't like what Alexander was doing, so he wasn't really giving it back. He was he was one of those I'm going to let my hands do the talking. Yeah, what it was I mean a humble is he'll experience. do the playful. He'll give it back playfully. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. But he's he'll never build dis- up a yeah. fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Kyle and was Alexander, so exciting himself that I mean, you just all you got to do is show his highlight reel, and it's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, Alexander was definitely talking trash. He thought. But he was Alexander, I believe that's when um, that trash talk though. That's the same for James Vick. Is when you know Connor was making trash talk. He would, he was proving that um, the trash talk builds a fight, gives gives paydays, and it rises you to the top quicker. So yeah, those James guys Vick tried the same thing against uh, Justin yeah. Gaethje. Yeah, exactly, and, and that didn't work out well for him. Yeah, both of these guys. So I think. Um, I think they learned their spot quick. Just you're, I mean, but they were young at the time. You know what I mean. So it was them, them trying to build their fame quick. Yeah. Um. I mean, we'll get to James Vick here in a second, but uh, just to finish the the trash talk thing, Rogan had. Uh, I remember after one of Vick's fights, uh, Rogan having him on his podcast because you know Rogan. It was like um, Ben Askren where Rogan was you know hyping up James Vick. Mm-hmm. Um. And he. I like the executioner. He t- he told he told Vic like be you, don't yeah. don't be anybody else. Just be you, and do good at being you. So yeah. yeah, and that's true. I mean, that's 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 all you can do. You know, what best I mean? you advice gotta, you can have. Right, because like it, it doesn't sell right when it's not you. You know that you you know that you're faking it. You know what I'm saying? It, it's best mm-hmm. to be like if you're gonna be a if if you're like Jorge Masvidal, who I can't wait to get into a little bit. Um, then you can you can you got free reigns to pop the trash. That's just who you are. You're from the streets. Mm-hmm. You're from the area. That's just what you do. Even Kobe Covington, who's not necessarily a street person, but you can just tell that naturally he's an asshole, and it comes off that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at people like Brock Lesnar, who wasn't like a big. He doesn't talk. The funniest thing about Lesnar is he doesn't talk in the WWE when it's your time to talk your fake trash, but. Mm-hmm. In the UFC, after he beats Frank Mir, he's like, I told him I'm going to pull that shoehorn out his ass and beat him over the head with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to go home and lay on top of my wife. Like, like you cutting promos like that. And it's like, that's just natural. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, when you naturally got it, that's what that's that's what they want. You know what I'm saying? Chael mm-hmm. another guy. When you naturally got it, that's what we want. But, um, yeah, this was yeah, Alexander's. To... No, you're fine. Um and, and and this was just a little, you know, a little backdrop for everybody who's listening. But um, this was Alexander Hernandez's first fight since the Cowboy lost. And what you've seen in this fight was a three-round decision, split decision, that was a very tentative fight against a very dangerous Trino- a Francisco Trinaldo who's 23-7. and seven. Alexander mm-hmm. Hernandez is 11-2. and two, So there's a huge um, disparity in uh, octagon time and just, you know— overall um uh overall experience so um you've seen alexander who's normally a a very fast-paced explosive dangerous uh likes to you know get into that dangerous zone and really take you there you've seen him be tentative against another old fighter who might who, who he felt like might not break down in, in the pressure and um and trinaldo didn't it trinaldo was 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 counter-punching um I actually thought Trinaldo won this fight. Um, it was in uh, Texas, where uh, Alexander Hernandez is from. So they was this in Texas? Yeah, this fight was in. Um, this fight. I was thought in it Texas. was in Canada. No, 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 no. Next fight is in Canada. The next uh, one is in Canada. Yeah. 
yeah, 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 one. that makes sense. Yeah, because you had you had a lot of everybody was well, not everybody, but you had a lot of guys from Texas on this car. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was in the Spurs where the Spurs play, but um, San Antonio. But uh, you seen Alexander Hernandez um, be tentative. He waited a lot. Um, there was a huge. Uh, there wasn't a huge disparity in in uh, significant strikes. Um, there was really no like real significant strikes. Like these guys, they would land on each other, but none, neither one of them hurt uh, each other at all. But there was times where I thought I just thought Trinaldo was landing the cleaner strikes. Um, Hernandez was definitely moving more and and throwing more. But when Trinaldo did decide to throw, he landed. And Alexander Hernandez was throwing a lot more, but missing a lot more also. But you definitely seen what the loss did. Um, hopefully he gets his confidence back because I believe he's at his best when he's fighting free of fear and and just engaging. Um, a lot of these fighters, they don't want to go down 2-0. So when you get that first loss in the UFC, you're like, you know, you got to secure a safe victory. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the way that I felt this fight played out. Mm. But um, I wouldn't call it a great fight. It was a sleeper to me. It was it was it was a good contest. Like if you like good technical martial arts, it was a good contest. It was a good showing. Um, no disrespect to either one of the guys. Trinaldo walked out at the end because he just was upset with the decision, and mm. rightfully so. Um, but moving on, um, we had James the Texecutioner Vic versus Dan Hooker. Um, I do not know Dan Hooker's nickname because Dan Hooker was not a fighter that was really on my radar. Um, we just got done talking about the Texecutioner, right? Yeah. I like his fighting style. A lot of Muay Thai, a lot of knees, a lot of elbows. Um, he was doing really, really good up until that Justin Gaethje uh, loss. And I was hoping that he... Um, that he, you know, pulled this one off and got back into the win column. Both of these guys was coming off of losses, but uh, it did not go that way. Not for James Vick, it didn't. <laughs> um, crushed his dreams. Dan oh, Hooker, wow. yeah, James oh, Vick. Wow. James Vick drops his drops his uh, his left hand when he's um, defending, and I think. Dan Hooker, I don't know if he knew it or what the case was, but as James Vick, they was like turning, like he struck and then he stepped to the outside and he just landed a bomb and Vick fell and tried to catch himself, but you could tell he was on Queer Street. He was gone uh, after that, like, you know, after that punch. And then Dan Hooker went over there and tapped him up a couple of more. Only took two minutes and 33 seconds. Um, that was the entire fight, That's my called man. proficiency. Yeah, it was, it was really proficient. Um... Dan Hooker, very interesting. He trains with Israel Adesanya, and he made a request. He said, I demand to be on that card with my brother. Uh, he posted out a tweet saying, you know, well, he said it on, on, on in the fight, anybody at 155 who's not afraid to step up and take this challenge, let's go. And then he put it out on a tweet, and guess who responded to the tweet that he sent out? In the lightweight division, I in the lightweight one. division, just came off of a loss, but responded to a treat uh, a tweet. Actually, came off a loss to the man. Oh no 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 cor- no correlation. Well yeah well the correlation is he came off a loss to the man who who beat the bricks off of um Alexander Hernandez, none other than our own raging Alia Quinta, who just came oh. off his loss against Cowboy. Yeah man, um so. Ally Quinta versus Dan Hooker. That is definitely a big fight for Dan Hooker. 
and it's an opportunity for Al, for Raging Al to get back into the win column against a, a, another lightweight that just had a great first-round knockout. No better way to get yourself back in steam than to knock somebody out who just knocked somebody out, right? Yeah, that's fact. Yeah, so um, they're trying to set that up for the UFC down under. He actually responded and said, I love it down under. I don't know what that quite means. but uh, that, that he loves Australia. Yeah, well, you know. Just, 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 you know, whoever, who, who's not afraid, who's afraid to come out and fight me? I uh, did you fight. mean he thought? And he said, "I love it down you, under." You mean? That's all he said. He didn't he say I want to fight. Dick? He just said, "I love it down under." No, nah, I mean, I don't know. He doesn't doesn't have to go straight to sucking dicks. I mean, he could have been talking about eating, eating, eating the poon. I mean, I, but what would that reference have anything to do with the fighting a man? I don't know, bro. But when you say, oh, you didn't want down, me to make a good argument. I'm just saying, I love it down under. Does sound like butt love or some type of, some type of. But whatever, regardless of how he loves it, I love a good fight. <laughs> so hopefully, mm. there's no butt love or, or 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 dicks getting sucked in this fight. Uh, whatever you do on your is any time, of them a wrestler? Huh? Uh, Ally Quinter is a wrestler. Hmm. Hmm. According to, according to Jorge Masvidal, though wrestlers like to they, they like do. to go for the crotch. They like to go for the crotch. But like the great J Cole said, if you want to get fucked in the ass, that's between you and whoever else's dick it is. So, on that note, whatever they want to do off the camera is on them. In the camera, in the ring, in the octagon, I just want to see bloodshed and a good Donnie Book. Is what, and that's exactly what I think we're gonna get for these two guys. Um, so yeah, so Dan Hooker got the win um, against James Vick by KO. It wasn't a TKO at all, and that was that fight. Uh, and it actually set a chain of events because we had Greg Hardy versus Juan Adams, who fought directly after that. Do you remember Greg Hardy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the <laughs> <laughs> look. As soon as I said it, you started laughing. Yeah, just good. Well, when I say he's the, I'm like, yeah, of course I will remember him for the bad, right? Exactly. Go ahead, Misha yeah. Tate. Isn't he the um, domestic disputer? Yeah, he's the former NFL player that uh, yeah. got into a domestic dispute. And, and uh, then he uh, he technically lost his last fight because of a legal knee, right? Yeah. I, no, that wasn't his last fight. That was his first fight. He won his last fight. That's active then. I mean, I think that's active. Yeah, he's being active. Yeah, he 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 lost that fight uh, by illegal, illegal knees against Alan Crowder, and then he ended up knocking out a guy, um, Dimitri. Uh, I'm not even going to ruin your last name, sir. So Dimitri, he knocked him out in one. Somalikov. Okay, there you go. If you want to find out who Smolikov. did that, sorry, it was Josh. Yeah, exactly. The reason why I left his name alone. Yeah, he knocked out Smolikov. Knocked out. <laughs> right. And you know what? The Dimitri, I think it's supposed to be an I between the D and the M. They just blurred that all together. No, that might not be at all. You're probably right. Because you got two I's at the end. They just moved it. I would. You think he, they moved it? It was actually D-I-M. Yeah, hell yeah. They just yeah, moved the I to the yeah. end. They forgot it as they was writing, but they, they was writing in permanent, you know, the, you know with pen and Don't nobody had white out. parents like that. They was like, ah, oh, just let's throw the extra I at the end. Mm -hmm. Nobody care. Nobody <laughs> made it. <laughs> 
Um, they'll, they'll be they'll be too distracted by his last name to notice that to he notice fucked up the, the first, first name. name. <laughs> right, right. Your eyes that just read the first name. Nobody's worried about the first name when you can't pronounce the last name. That's definitely what happened here. Hell yeah! I, I, I like as soon as we we literally had to go back and start looking like at the full thing as a full picture. Think about it. If you took out the space between his first name and his last name, you think I was just effing with you? If I yeah. said that in the text message, you like did you just did you just ask message me? Nope, nope. That's a UFC fighter's name, Josh. I was sending you research, Dimitri. So yeah, Greg Greg Hardy uh, knocked out that dude, and so that was a decisive knockout. Yeah, that was a decisive knockout. It was a TKO. I'm gonna tell you right now, Juan Adams woke up like it was not. Well, the the funny thing is the buildup between this is Juan Adams and Greg Hardy. Well, Juan, both of these guys, first of all, is from the uh, Dana White Contender series. Which oh, okay. is something that I have to start watching more religiously, more uh, intuitively, because I, I've, I've slacked or it. But now I see that you're really getting product that is coming into the UFC. I'm a big mm-hmm. tough fan. I've, I've watched almost every season of tough, um, but I haven't gotten into, I guess, I don't know, tough draw me in, I guess, because of the reality TV show aspect of it. Yeah. In a sense, you get to know your fighters and stuff like that. Um, but Dana White's contender is 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 your one. The the knockouts is amazing, and yes, yeah, it's, it's it's two guys that that aren't like as experienced, so the defense isn't necessarily there. And then you might have one guy that's just way better than the other, but still, you're still getting a chance to watch some good knockouts. You know, plug right here. If you got ESPN, watch uh, Dana White's contender series because I think the last. John, the last uh, episode, I think it was like four, five fights. Four of them was finished, and five niggas got got uh, contracts. So straight five out of five. That's how Dana White was feeling about the episode. But um, in this one, uh, Greg Hart, Juan was bringing up, you know, Greg Hardy's past. They don't like each other. Juan been calling him out. He said that Greg Hardy's uh, baby mom was texting, was was. IG and Juan talking about what he did and how he don't pay child support and it was making Juan's girlfriend mad so now he's really got to go in here and make this nigga pay for everything blah 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 Greg was just kind of like you know whatever like I'm like you know thanks for tuning into the Greg Hardy show um uh I think his name is the God of War or the Prince of War I really like his his nickname but um He's like, thanks for tuning into the Greg Hardy show. I'm not going to get into all of the all of the minutia and the bull crap. And um, you know, I wish you good luck as I send you to the hospital. And mm. uh, that's 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 what he said. And he got in there. They didn't touch gloves. They didn't even look in each other's eyes during the stare down. And when he got in there, they squared up a little bit. Juan, uh, 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 Greg walked across the ring. Juan went to go shoot for a takedown, and Greg Hardy defended the takedown very well, um, and and got ended up getting on, uh, ended up sprawling. Well, not sprawling, but basically had Juan in a sprawl position, um, and just started unloading. He hit that man thirty times. All right, thirty unanswered strikes to the side of his ear. Okay, um, and the first ten were really hard and Juan just was holding on to his single leg like as if he was going to attempt a takedown and he didn't do anything then the referee walked over there and said you know fight defend yourself 
And Greg Hardy just kept on hitting that man in the head repeatedly. And Juan mm. didn't do a damn thing. Mm. And then the referee said, fight. And Juan didn't fight. <laughs> and Greg kept punching. And then he stopped the fight and, and Juan started and Juan wanted to get up and make a whole fuss and huss about it. So mm. they can say whatever the hell they want. There was only one man who, la- who, who punched the other man. And that one man hit him 30 times unanswered to the other guys. And that man's name was Greg Hardy. So in my mind, it was as decisive as decisive could be. I don't know in what world is defending yourself holding on to his leg, but he could have gave up guard for that, and he would have still been able to fight. He could have did anything, but he just held on to the Prince of War's leg while he got his brains bashed in. And he stood up, and he was a little bit wobbly. Dominic Cruz said he was wobbly. Juan stormed out the ring. But uh, he might have stormed out the ring and kept on walking to the back because if that was your first fight in the UFC, um, that's probably not – no, that's his second fight in the UFC. His first fight in the UFC, he lost – oh, third fight in the UFC, sorry. Um, He got a knockout, a 50 – Eight second in the third round knockout against a guy who I have no idea his name. Um, no disrespect to him, but he's not ranked. And then he lost by another dude that I have no idea who the hell he is either. So Juan is a uh, Juan is on a two fight skid. And the last fight, it only took forty five seconds and no punches thrown on his on his side. I, I guess when you go back to the to to the to to the gym. And he's like, Coach, what should I do differently? I'm not an Fight. expert. But, yeah. Fight. Yeah. Throw. Like, use your hands. Any punches. Just one. Some of them. Would be better than what we did. Anything, bro. Literally, I would have took. I Land. Would, we, remember we said if you throw Connect. two overhands uh, over at the same time in concession, like an overhand mm-hmm. right and overhand left mm-hmm. is a sissy punch. He could have did that. And it would have been more than what he gave us. Wow. He could have stomped his toe. He could have did literally anything. But he did nothing. So, uh, but uh, all that to say, Greg Hardy looked amazing. And I am actually interested to see Greg Hardy, who was 5-1, take a step up in competition. I want to know. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I, he, he's got no cardio from what I saw. I, right, two fights ago, and I agree. I agree. And I, but that also come. That's that's also the pain of anybody who get these early round knockouts. You know, like Eric very Lewis. true. He gets the early round knockouts, and he doesn't have the cardio either. And you don't get a chance to get the octagon experience or the ring time. Yeah, in that. So the only that is, way that is a that is the biggest downside to your quick knockout. It is, is like you you get no adversity. You know. And right now he truly. In his first fight, he did come out. His first fight, he did have some adversity, and he did show. Yeah, and he did show that he was um that he could remain calm under pressure, and that everything besides the illegal knees, um, which I believe came in the third round, uh, no, the second round, everything, everything besides the illegal knees, um, he looked good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the guy was, you know, wrestling him. He was taking him down. I was really impressed by the way he defended that takedown. He is an NFL caliber 
football player. So as far as physical or cardio, there's nothing in the physical dimensions that I'm willing to say he can't overcome. You understand what I mean? Like mm-hmm. physically, whether he's in NFL shape now or if it was in the past, he 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 has been to that pinnacle once. And I, I, I don't think, you know, I don't I don't think that is something that could elude him. I think that whatever uh, physical attributes that he may be lacking, he can regain, and I, and I would give him the nod in 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 uh, in the physical aspect of strength and different things, leg strength. Um, I mean, maybe just his ability to be able to take him off of his center, you know, his center gravity. You know, maybe if you catch him, you know, in a well-timed takedown. But you know, being a football player, there are certain muscles that he has worked from his childhood that other fighters haven't worked. You know what I mean? So I'd just be interested to see, uh, you know, how he would match up against a, a true fighter. And if I was going to play matchmaker, which I'm about to, um, you know, we love that game. I would actually say, why not let Greg Hardy fight Andre Orlovsky? No, Ben Marthwell. Ben? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like Andre Olovsky better. I think that fight is a bigger fight for for uh both guys. I think Andre Olovsky would be more would get more um pop off of beating a guy that has a height remind you. No. To remind he, you no. that uh Greg Hardy did co-main event his last two fights. Even though they was fight nights, he was the co-main event in those fight nights. So with Andre Olovsky coming back and the fact that his stand-up is so prevalent, I would like to see, and the fact that his stand-up is so crisp, I would yeah, like I to see ben, how. My, my thing is just ben, Ben's weird style and Ben's persistence. That'll I just want to see how that'll. That's a, I think that's an incremental um, step up. I think Andre Olovsky, that's, that's almost a throw him to the wolves. Doesn't well, both really of them are unranked. It. Andre Olovsky is unranked. Um, Ben is unranked, so I'm I'm going to lead towards Arlovsky, but I wouldn't be mad if they set him up with Ben either. So we got next. So next, another heavyweight fight against. There was a lot of heavyweights fights. Um, uh, we had three heavyweight fights in this in this card. Uh, we had Alexi Olenek versus Walt Harris, Walt Big Ticket Harris. Um, Alexi Olenek, if you don't remember, he's the guy who uh, pulled that crazy Ezekiel choke from the standing position. Like, they was in the clinch. And he yeah. Ch- yeah, you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, huge. I mean, 50, God, look at his record, though. 57 and 13 yeah. with one no contest. And they call him the boa constrictor. Uh, no, Alexi, that's a law. What is that? That's a draw. That's not a no contest. That's a draw. Okay, a draw. Alexi, yeah. the boa constrictor, Olenek. And they call him that because once he gets his hands wrapped around you, he will choke you the freak out. So, mm. Walt Harris is another guy who was coming off of the Contender Series. Um, mm. When he came into the uh, UFC, he got you know strong, you know fast hands. He's knocking everybody out or knocking you know the people who he fights against out. Uh, well, that doesn't make any sense because obviously he couldn't knock people that he didn't fight against out, right? But um, mm. he got into the UFC and he had a first round knockout in 50 seconds. And his first fight was actually supposed to be, well, his first fight was supposed to be against Alexi Olenek, but that got canceled. 
um, I guess Alexi pulled out for injury or whatever have you. So they ended up rematching in this one. And it's crazy because Alexi Olenek kept doing this uh, in the in the back when they showed a montage of them training. He kept doing this punch where he would change levels. He would drop to his right side, and he would come back up, and he would throw um, a, a, a right punch, um, just showing, I guess, that he was changing levels. So when he came out, Walt Harris kind of sprinted almost across the ring and, you know, touch gloves. And then Alexi starts to do his drop down, like when he goes to change levels. Walt mm -hmm. Harris, who is 250-plus pounds, jumps off the ground and hits Alexi with a flying knee under the mm. arm to, like, the chest. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And it stunned Alexi. Like, you could tell that it, it was a big impact. It didn't hit the chin, but it, 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 hit, it, hit, him, it hit him in the chest while he had his arm up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then Walt Harris punched Alexi straight in the temple. 12 seconds, Ooh. put Alexi Olenek to sleep. That was lights out for sure. That. And now, I've seen people who have said they want to see Alexi Olenek versus, I mean, uh, Walt Harris versus uh, uh, <clears throat> Greg Hardy. But I don't think so. Alexi Olenek was ranked number nine. So mm -hmm. that means that in two fights, Walt Harris is now a ranked fighter in two fights. Mm -hmm. I want to see him continue upward. I don't. I'm not sure. Wow. Okay. Alexa wants to All get right, her Alexa. key back, too. I said Alexa Olenek. Uh, Olenek. Uh, thank you for... Uh, now mine won't shut up. <laughs> what the fuck is this? It's a singularity, Josh. Holy shit. <laughs> coming, and she's still talking. They're coming for us. That's because you're mean to your Alexa. Yeah, that is true. This bitch don't shut up. See? I'll disconnect her ass, damn it. See, that's the problem. Shut I'm, up! I'm nice to Bonds. Thank you very much, Alexa, for your service. We appreciate you having it in this house. You're not a servant. This bitch is really trying to read the book to me. I don't know. You call your Alexa whatever you want to call your Alexa. I would call her family. <laughs> 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 so Walt Ticket Harris, I, I, Walt Big Ticket, I want to see, I want to see him move upward. Um, I don't have the rankings in front of me. I can't even play, uh, I can't even play matchmaker with it. But I just want to see him continue to go forward. Big Ticket got big power, and mm. uh, and he's and he's quick. Is hell, man. I mean, that flying knee was quick, and he got some springs to him. Um, I'm really excited about about the uh, the heavyweight division. It's shaping up nicely. So that brings us up. That brings us to the main event. Um, it was a uh, Leon Edwards. Apologize to Leon Edwards. You're probably not ever going to listen to this, but if you do, we called you Eve a bunch of times. So yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that man's. I'm so sorry. His mama called him Leon. We gonna call him Leon. <laughs> man yeah, named Leon. I I apologize. Yeah, it's okay. I did the same thing uh, multiple times. Eve uh, was all over the internet for a week and a half, and I guess I just uh, Edwards is Edwards, bro. I, it, yeah. Yeah, you know it's crazy because we're black men, and they're like, "Yeah, all black men look alike." It's like we did the most racist thing. How we, how we get black guys confused? It's like that's what we're supposed to be doing on this podcast. It's standing up for the brothers. But I guess since you're from Britain, we just throw you with all the other British niggas. <laughs> so be lucky we didn't call you Idris Elba, nigga. <laughs> but, well, first of all, let, uh, that wouldn't that confusion would have never happened. I mean, black Superman. Yeah, be a black Superman. Um. But yeah, so you had uh, Javier Desanos versus Leon Edwards. Uh, Leon is was on a seven fight win streak before this fight. This was a, a major step up in competition, given that Javier Desanos is a former 
lightweight champion. Um, Eve Edwards also, look, Eve Edwards, here we go again. Leon Edwards, before this, did have a win over Cowboy Cerrone and Gunner Gunny Nelson, who are big names. Cowboy Cerrone, mm-hmm. way big. Gunner Gunny is another up-and-comer welterweight. But um, a true test against Rafael Dos Anjos. And Leon Edwards, I'm not even going to get into the to the minutia, the, the deep details of this fight, but Leon Edwards came out this fight and set the tone with a takedown on the guy who we thought was going to have the ground uh the, the edge in the ground game scored a takedown had some good um control you could tell that he was the bigger man huge height differential but um and and then from that just 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 fought a very smart technical fight and and really just not picked him apart so uh Rafael was having success with the leg kicks he landed a couple of punches later on in the rounds but the story of the night was Leon Edwards elbows he just he he just was he was landing elbows from from everywhere the left elbow just coming in slicing he sliced open Rafael dos Anjos it was a gory behind cut really really beautiful um wow. yeah it, he filleted his fish it was really mm. nice um yeah it, it went to decision uh he got it uh, unanimous unanimous unanimously which I, I I thought he deserved uh I was pulling for Rafael because I didn't want what happened next to happen after the fight. What's that? The call-out from Leon Edwards. Which brings us to our next topic. What's next for Jorge Masvidal? Because that's who Leon Edwards once smoked with. They still got beef. And yeah. he said, there's a little uh, a wimp, a sissy, or something, you know what I mean, uh, named Jorge Masvidal, who's not on my level, and I want to prove it. And the way that Leon Edwards fought shows that he is a very, very technical fighter, that it would be a very, very great contest, that even so, maybe these men, even though there's a disparity in the ranking, these men may be destined to fight one day. But do you think that day is now? Do you think that Leon Edwards' next fight should be against Jorge Masvidal? Or better yet, who See, do you yeah, think yeah. Jorge Masvidal's yeah, next fight should be? That, I think that's the proper way because Jorge came off of a bigger victory than Leon did, in my opinion. Very so. Um, and he's been calling out none other than the, than the uh, you know, who, who, who does everybody want to call out after they have a huge win? Red panty night. Big money. Oh, Connor, yeah. So there's yeah. been chatter there, Which, too. Yeah, I don't buy into that yet right now just because of that last dispute that Connor had with Dana about being a partner. And ever since that went south, he hasn't shown any interest in coming back and fighting. Dana said that he thinks he'll be back, but Dana did something very smart, I believe. Uh, Dana said that he would never make the fight because Connor's too small. Oh, that's interesting. Reverse psychology? Oh, that's possible. Yeah, I like the way you did that. Yeah, that's possible. Because I mean, that would literally but, but, be the but, worst but fight for Conor. I don't, I don't want to talk about Conor right now. Well, no, I don't I really want to don't. talk about Conor. But I'm saying um, that would be the like Conor doesn't need to come back to that guy. So if we, if you yeah, look not. at three fights, right? If you say, uh, uh, if you say, uh, Jorge Masvidal has three potential fights, being Leon Edwards, Kamar Usman for the championship, or Conor McGregor for the bag, right? Because that's all you're going to get from that that fight. Um. 
the Conor McGregor fight, because both of these guys talk trash and because that probably would get that that would probably get really bad. I mean, good for what us, but oh. but bad for the fines. <laughs> Conor McGregor and Jorge Masvidal. I don't. No, nah, I think Conor because Conor doesn't have bad blood with Jorge, and it would have to be swiftly developed. Um, I think Conor would he would push the line for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. Definitely. But um, but Jorge knows how to withhold himself, and if if Conor push crosses the line, you'll know because Jorge won't say nothing back. He'll yeah. just he'll just it's That's not true. that he shells up. He's right. just he well, starts no. to internalize it yeah. to to use it as ammunition. You but know? whether he it's just, spoken tension or unspoken tension, yeah. Yeah. there's gonna be some there's gonna be some heat leading into that fight if they're yeah. if they were to fight. That's possible. So um I definitely think that it would be exciting, I but think, I don't want to see I don't want to personally see that fight because Conor McGregor doesn't need to come back and get and, and, and get another loss. That's not good for business. Not against, I, not in the way that he's going to lose against uh, Jorge. So, so I think um, I think Jorge deserves a title shot. I think I think he's put in enough work lately. Um, he he's done two back to back devastating knockouts. Um, I don't want to see. Um, it's not. It's one of those where it's like, it's almost like um, Tony Ferguson, right? Where he can take these risky fights, and it's like, but you're still ranked number one. Like you're still just waiting for that person to be healthy to come back and fight him, right? Yeah. So I don't want you to take risky fights just because I really you deserve a title shot. I believe he does. Uh, Tony, in a different aspect, deserves the belt, but Jorge deserves a shot at the belt. And yeah. we, we talked about this before, man. The, the welterweight division just seems so chaotic right now. I don't, I don't know. It's not that I don't know why. It's just like fighters, the welterweight division, fighters are really, really competing for um, for every position in the top 10. And isn't it always like that after you lose a dominant champion? Like, after a dominant champion finally drops the belt, it's kind of like a no, mad it is, scramble? No, it is, because cause, um, you, when, when you have a dominant champion like that, you... Okay, like... Um, when... When John Jones decides to retire... That light heavyweight division is going to be ridiculous. Right. Um, you're just going to have so much talent. When you had um, uh, Tyrone Woodley uh, lose to Kamar, it didn't put Tyron out. No, you know what I mean. Like he's still, uh, he's still uh, there. Uh, he's still a deadly fighter. Yeah, yeah. and he's still so in the top, have... and he has yet to 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 fight again. So that that puts a big like. Yeah, What's next I'm, for him? I'm, I try and I try and really pay attention to his personal life just to see if it's is it him or is it, you know, the uh the, the promotion, the organization that's that's not putting him back in there because we know that. And another Dana thing is sometimes really you like gotta you, Right. Well we know the promotion and him had their differences. And another thing that we have to take in consideration is when you have a long-time reigning champion, the the way that the UFC wants to keep you active because you're a champion, um, you you have uh, 
you know, you have a responsibility, you have duty, you have obligations. So you're obligated to fight even when you may be hurt. Now that Tyrone is not the champion, I think he's taking the time in getting all the things done that he might have no, like little so. nagging things and stuff like that. So that might make you come back even more. I yeah. mean, because look at look at Robbie Lawler. Robbie Lawler, after he lost the belt, he kind of disappeared for a while. And now, absolutely. now he's fighting the former um, interim champion. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So I think I think that's the I think that's kind of so, the case for those guys. So with the with that division, it's it's hard to to not take um, fights. You know what I mean? It, it depends on how long Kumar is going to um, be in rehab and re, um, in therapy and getting back into shape. So. I mean, what fight camps are typically two months, to an, eight, a month and a half. Weeks. Yeah, so they're about two months long, and it's. I don't know if if this man can. Hang on, real quick. From what I've seen. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. Uh, I shut my door. Sorry, I can hear all that. Okay. Um, so the welterweight division is is Hold so chaotic right now. Start uh -huh. again. Stop running down the stairs. Uh. Go ahead. Yeah, so the welterweight division is um, so chaotic right now. Um, you, you're not going to be able to risk not taking fights, and it depends on how long Kumar is out. I know you said he just had surgery. You still have rehab. You have a you know six to eight week fight camp. That to me, like I always try and look at things objectively and realistically. I think that's a December fight at the earliest. I would say November, but I'm not you know that that's like I'm, that's just me. I mean, he had a ton of different injuries going into that fight, and I, I understand know that. But he his also knees are really bad. That that I understand that, but he. The last time he fought was in March. And if he doesn't fight. So, so, so first of all. I mean, all, if he, so first yo, of all, before oh, we hold even, on. If we, he doesn't fight, interim. Well, that's I what I said. So first of all, before we, even, before we even go into that, right? I'm in agreement because I feel like that's where you're getting to. As in the next person that we both believe, even though Leon Edwards, even though, uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh, George Masvidal and uh, uh, and Leon had you know had beef and, and they ended up fighting in the background and and we know that that's going to be fireworks and that's going to be a huge fight that's going to be a good fight even though we know all of that I am also in agreement that it's not just a winning streak and it's not just you know you know you, you know what I'm saying you know all that other extra stuff it's how you it's how you win fights that that really and who you win fights against that really puts you mm -hmm. over the edge and the fact that. Masvidal just broke a record by the fastest knockout against a guy who was undefeated. Um, I think that that and had a huge name, a huge following. I think that fight was trending bigger than every other trend on that card, every other fight on that card. And it was a Johns Bones Jones and an Amanda Nunes card. Um, I think that that does put him, even from a, a company perspective. I think the smartest thing to do is to put that man in a position to fight for the belt, especially when you have a champion who's not well known. 
um, and has been coming off a long layoff. You got this guy who's been active. So I'm in agreement with you that I believe Jorge Masvidal's next fight should be for the title. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to what you was about to get into before, as far as an interim setup. Now, we have Kobe uh, Covington fighting Robbie Lawler um, the week after next. And Kobe Covington is the former interim champion. So depending on where that goes, if Kamar Usman is not prepared to defend before the end of the year, I would be in 100% agreement with you that I don't got time for it either, Josh. You got to do yeah. an interim before between those Let two Let me ask winners. you this. Let me ask you this. It, it's not going to come to this, but I'm just curious. You have an interim champion, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you know you have a, a fight for the interim title. Somebody gets the interim championship. How many times does that individual defend the interim belt before he's considered the champion and the other person is considered the interim? Well, you would have to go back to uh, you would have to go back to Dominic Cruz and um, Hennon Burrell. Because that was the same situation that Hannah Burrell mm-hmm. was in. Hannah Burrell became the interim champion. And I think after two defenses or three defenses, uh, two or three defenses, um, I think it was just like two defenses. They stripped Dominic of the belt because they knew it was going for too long. Mm. And then it might have been after the first defense. I think after you defended once, you're the champion. So that, that they stripped him of the belt and then Hannah uh Hennon, because Dominic was out for so long, I'm talking about years, maybe four mm-hmm. years, three years, something like that. Um, might have been two. I might be exaggerating. When he came back, he ended up fighting uh, another guy, Takanori, uh, was an Asian fighter. He fought him um, to kind of regain his place as the as the you know as as the number one contender, and along that time you had T.J. Dillashaw who beat Hannibal Rao, and then Dominic Cruz came back again and finally fought T.J. Dillashaw. So, in essence, I think if you get that belt, long way to answer the question, but if you get that belt and you defend it once, um, if you're in a position where you have the interim championship, and then now you're in the position where you have to defend the interim championship. That that fighter, the champion's injury is such at a long stink that he has to be stripped of the belt from from, from inactivity, um, and I think that okay. he does get the first crack at it when he comes back, depending on how the depending on how the rankings are shaped up. What was his popularity yeah. before he left? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of different things like that that goes into play. But if you're out, if your injury makes you out for four for two years, and the welterweight division is booming. When you come back, you're not going to jump all of those potential big names that have grown because they're hot right now. You understand what I mean? I think at best you come back and you got to fight one more fight before you actually get a shot at your title back, and, you know, no matter how mm-hmm. jacked up that is. But, I mean, I, I think that might be wrong. I think, you know, if you're out from injury. But, you know, I think that's the way that it goes. Business is business, right? Yeah. So, All right, so, yeah, well, but I yeah, I think Jorge should get the belt. Sorry for the nah. long runaround, but, yeah, I think Jorge should get the belt. And um, I think I, I think he should get a shot for the title. And um, after that, like, you, you have a gauntlet. Whoever has the belt, whether Kumar keeps it 
whether Jorge takes it, it doesn't matter. You have a gauntlet ahead of you. Yeah. You still have Tyron to fight. You still have Robbie to fight. You still have Leon to fight. You still have, um, shit. Uh, Aljamain Sterling's in that weight class, no, right? No, no, Aljamain Sterling's in the light, in the featherweight, two weight classes below. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely got that one wrong. No, that's fine. But you could do, you but got not, a lot yeah, of guys you, I mean, in you, that the top in that 10 world. is cracking yeah, right now. You still got um, Wonderboy. I think he should move yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Darren Till, who I think should move up to middleweight. I think both of those guys should move up to middleweight. But um, mm. still got a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, fights yeah. in there. Now, the only thing that I could say... Um, if playing devil's advocate to that would deter Jorge Masvidal from possibly getting that belt if Kamar Usman came back before this year would be if Kobe Covington ends up winning against uh, Robbie Lawler, who is a huge name in some type of fashion, which is, you know, it's you know, in a finish. Um, I think if it's a boring fight, then it, it, it still presents itself null. Um, mm -hmm. For Covington, but I think if he can finish, or if even if it's exciting to fit a decision, now I've never seen a boring fight with um, with Robbie Lawler before. Even when he loses, I've never seen a boring fight with Robbie Lawler. So I don't I don't expect that to happen. But um, I think if Kobe Covington wins, then Kobe Co Covington, because he was the interim champion and he hasn't lost since being the interim champion, deserves a shot. Right? Mm. In all fairness, um, over uh, his partner. Um, a training partner in George Masvidal. Now, if Jorge. that's the case, if Kobe Covington wins that fight, then I do think Leon Edwards and Masvidal should fight for who's next. Mm. Now, if Kobe Covington loses that fight, I think Leon Edwards should fight um, Robbie Lawler for who's mm. next. And mm. and uh, 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 and you would have. Mm, I see where you went there. You see where I'm, I'm okay going, with that. and you would have. I'm okay and, with that. Now, the only way, the only other different scenario would be if Kamar is out, and Covington wins. Still, then I say you have a fight within the camp in mm. Covington versus uh, Jorge Masvidal for the interim championship. But that was our UFC um, ESPN four a, a breakdown. Um, it was an exciting car. And what's next for George Masvidal? Touching on, uh, you know, going from some fight hype to some very disturbing news in the MMA community. We have an MMA fighter, former UFC fighter, who is uh, suspected or uh, uh, not convicted, but I think arrested. In alleged. Alleged. Right. There we go. That's the word mm -hmm. that I'm looking for. And a uh, sex... Uh, Inappropriate actions with a minor, um, oh. yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's, oh. it, yeah, it's, it's, it's very, it's really, it's a weird world, world we live in. First of all, you're, aren't you a UFC fighter? Don't, aren't, do you not have the ability to get like, right, of age women, right, bro? Like, like now you just have to hang out at the high school. And, I don't. And what makes it so crazy is it's not even like hanging out at the high school. Okay, so let's break it down. So um, Abel Trujillo, I'm not sure. Do you remember Abel Trujillo? No, I don't. Abel Trujillo. I mean, the name is familiar, but I, I don't have a face to it. Well, he 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 has a uh, he was a I believe he's African American or Hispanic. Uh, well, Abel Trujillo, I would say he's African American and Hispanic or just Hispanic. He he's he's definitely um, he definitely 
Oh, I know this guy. Yeah, he fought against uh, he fought against Khabib. He fought against Tony Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter his race, even though I'm not trying to claim him right now. If I'm playing race, mm. tra- <laughs> I'm trying to trade him. Well, well I'm going to go with what Wikipedia says, that he's American. Yeah, there you go. Just throw him in the melting pot. An American mm-hmm. fighter. He's from Colorado, so uh, he's right. just American. Yeah, he's an American fighter who, um, <clears throat> who, who just got released from the UFC. But the story goes that uh, he was, uh, he, he's alleged in having sent pictures of his genital and videos of masturbating to a after friending a 16-year-old on Instagram and Snapchat. And this was in March 2018. So supposedly, um, the victim said that she asked Trahill to stop multiple times. She blocked him. And then seven months later, when she refreshed her social media account, he started sending more nudes. So it was like, hey, yo, young shorty, you're going to get these dick pics. And it's like, no, I don't want the dick pics. And it's like, I've never, like, what, the year 2019, like, mm. where you can, where you can social media rape somebody? It's like, this is horrible, bro. It's like, she That's blocked you. That's a new you. term. That's a new term. Straight social media rape. Like, I've never, like, like, like. So his primary hearing, they said that the uh, they said that the charges was not eligible because it's a new term. Like, where, where do you even you know what I mean? But the fact the of the matter is, were not eligible. Right. What? Which, fuck. And they're trying to charge him with sexual sexual exploitation of a child and upset and obscenity to a minor. Now I don't understand how they can get him with the sexual exploitation of the child thing. I hope I hope this goes through, right? I hope they figure a way out because one, both of us have a daughter, and sure as hell don't want this happening. Hell no! By this by this going through, they're able to develop new laws to be able to properly uh, categorize this stuff because um, cyber crimes, period, are are really really hard for for them to categorize. Um, me being in the cyber world, right? Um, I've seen a lot of uh, different crimes where they're just like, ah, it's new grounds here. What do we do? I mean, you can see it not to get all political and whatnot, but you can see it today when you're when they're constantly the Congress is bringing in Facebook and them. They don't know really what to do with the cyberspace. They let it run free for decades. And And now they're trying to monitor it. But but this is what happens when you when when you um you eat off of it Mm -hmm. instead of keeping it in check. This this crap right here, man, I. That that this this is this is irritating. Yeah, and, um, and to now, the point and, where I really just mm-mm. and and one mm-mm. real like okay, if the man didn't do it because I think that any you know I I, I hate the fact that um like you had the two uh, young black football players who they lost their scholarship uh, at college because a girl. Um, a Caucasian girl came out and said that, that they that she was raped, and you know the court believed her. They lost their scholarship, they lost um, their their college tuition, everything. They was kicked out of school, and then just two years later, she comes back out like, "I'm sorry, I was lying," you know, like basically they ran a train on me, but it was all consensual, or whatever the case yeah. may be. Maybe they didn't even touch her. I don't know what the case was uh, exactly, but. And then she just basically goes on scot-free living her life. And these kids still didn't get their tuition back. They can't go to college. I say whatever you was going to charge them with, you charge her with. 
So both of them, whatever whatever you was going to charge them with, I think they should charge her with, and she should have to pay something, or her parents, somebody got to pay something to send them kids back to school because you just ruined their lives for absolutely no reason for a lie because you was too embarrassed to, to, to say you was a whore. Now, I there's no way for... Like, unless this 16-year-old girl who probably doesn't even watch UFC, just a straight-up... No, I mean, according to the affidavit, she, she knew that he was a celebrity. Okay. So... And so... And, and she welcomed the attention. So... So now I you think got, it's, I think on social media, dude, it's real easy to. Well, go yeah, and see, you can, Well, who is this person? Right. Oh, he's a fighter. Like, but the fact of the matter is, you're 35. So how do you even put yourself in that position? Now I understand with face apps and different things. I mean, you just seen a bunch of people taking picture and turning themselves from you know 29 to you know 92 years old. We've seen it all you know trending very yeah, heavy. But, but no, nah, I face think apps, this. So. I mean, this might be a, a common case of. You know, the results of people ingesting GMOs. Because, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You could It could just be yeah. a case of between GMOs, you know what I mean, between um, different apps, different filters, you might not know the age of a person. Like, you could have catfished and made them, to play devil ca- devil's advocate, you could have catfished and made them believe, because unless you're posting pictures of you in high school or, you know, with a uniform on or whatever, if you're posting pictures in the bikini bottom and the bikini top and you're, you know, doing all this stuff and you're, you know, on a yacht or whatever the case may be, if you're putting yourself out there that you're older and you look older, then unless your bio says yeah, I'm no, underage, it's kind of, yeah, you think, know what I'm saying? I, I mean, it's a, it's a tricky one, but if, if the truth is in that, you know, she asked for it to stop and whatnot, Period. Uh, then you got to stop. And he continued. Yeah. yeah then like, you're automatically in the wrong, whether she's underage or of age. If somebody says, yeah. I don't want these pictures, you can't you can't just just bomb somebody's phone with cockpits, yeah. dog. Like, that's not cool, period. Like, yeah. you just got cut so, from the UFC. Uh, Get back into the gym. There's a whole lot of other things that you can be doing to better your life than to be taking though. pictures of your dick. I mean, dick. you just keep it moving with MMA move on to other organizations. Bro, you can be doing single but, legs. You can be doing stand-up. You can be doing your, your jiu-jitsu. Anything that's not taking a picture of your dick will be better, uh, beneficial for for your future and your career. So, I, I in everything, I just hope that um, I hope that justice is, is served. And that we don't have this ever happen again. Um, so what else you got? Finally, uh, the question is: John John Bones Jones in trouble again, man? Um, Why? What? Where is this from? I didn't. I haven't seen anything out. I mean, I don't often go on to the MMA news sites though, but um, you know, my my social media keeps me well up to date. Well, I haven't I haven't heard this one yet. So, John Bones Jones. Uh, I think the situation happened in. I believe the situation happened in. Um, Damn it, Ariel Awani. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, it was in New Mexico, but I believe it happened in March or April of this year. So, John Jones, after his UFC fight or uh, around the time, he went to a strip club in Albuquerque, New Mexico where he has been accused of slapping a cocktail waitress on the pussy. 
Okay. So supposedly he sat the girl on the table on the countertop and was trying to get a lap dance or was kissing her neck and, you know, was trying to come on to her and stuff. And then I guess he wanted to slap her on the pussy. I think it cost $100 to do that. And he was like, nah, I'm John Bones Jones. I'm going to just slap the cat. So... I don't know. So so that's but then and there's another it's another thing that said You know what? Hold on, hold on. You know what? See he got with that one friend. That <laughs> one friend that he was like, nah, you know, you always did good by me, you know what I'm saying? Like you weren't one of the crazy ones with all the partying and whatnot. Nah, man, you cool. It's just a strip club, it's cool. And then you find out he was the one friend. <laughs> That led you to you just being crazy. Like, he's your setup friend. The worst thing about that God. is the friend that he was with mm. was none other than his brother, his own flesh and blood, NFL football player. I don't know his name, but another Jones. Benzie Jones. In the NFL. It was his but older brother. Nah, that. You know what, though? You know what? Let me, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. Chandler. Was, let me uh, let me backtrack in saying I felt like I did try and offset the ownership. That's fucking Jones, man. Like, what the hell are you thinking, bro? So, like, first of all, as a celebrity in 2019, you have a bigger magnifying glass on you than ever before. Everybody's trying to find a reason to watch you fall. Everybody just wants to watch you fall or because you already fell a bunch of times maybe oh, yeah. somebody it, might be just wanting to come up off the check and saying that's if i say too. but but no i'm not you even understand saying, what I'm saying like, like if i say no, jones no, did not, this I'm not people even will saying believe like me because that, of his background no nah, i'm not even i'm not even going that route i'm going with like you putting yourself in that in that situation period like i mean it's not like they can't prove anything you know what I mean? Like it's a strip club. They got cameras. They got cameras, and you he know has, what I mean? yeah, and right. So and there's uh, there's more than enough eyewitnesses and exactly. whatnot. You know what I mean? So, but what I'm trying to say is just like keeping yourself. I'm not trying to say you can't have fun, but like there's other ways to have fun. Like I've admired some of the ways uh, some of our friends, you know, have fun. Like they are very constructive. It keeps them far from trouble. Yeah. I don't know if it's a thing of money. I don't know if it's a thing of notoriety. I have no idea, but like, you gotta stay away from this crap. Like, this is what screws you up. This is what tarnishes your story, man. I mean, it does, but in the same breath, after you get done a fight, you're already throwing like after parties and stuff like that, which every fighter does, whether you're a big fighter or you're a no-name guy, is always like, hey, come to my after party or such and such. I mean, Aljamain Sterling threw an after party when he lost. Exactly. Pretty sure he didn't plan for that. Right. But, so, like, I'm not knocking Jones from going to the strip club. Listen, I'm not, mm -mm. If, listen, I'm not, if Jones' wife ain't mad about him going to the strip club, I'm not mad about Jones going to the strip club. Even if Jones' wife is mad about him going to the strip club, that's between Jones and his woman. Like, he's a grown man, he's a fighter, I've been to the strip club multiple times. I ain't never get arrested or, or, or get in trouble for for, for slapping no uh, un, uh, un unwelcoming uh, a cat to slap. Like you, you know what I'm saying. So it's not like you got to go there and get in trouble. You see football players, you see rappers, you see guys going into strip clubs and throwing money all the time, and you don't necessarily hear these things. So it's either 
Jones was having too much fun. They said the, respect the, the art, Jones. Right, and one respect said that the art. one said that Jones. You can look at the paintings. Yeah. Sometimes you just can't touch it. That's true. And you can. They don't mind. You just got to make sure that you pay to play. Um, not saying that, you know, they all don't mind. I'm just saying, you know, you're John Jones. They might even gave you the, the listen, I don't know what the situation was. One of them said that, um, one of the reports said that the chick said that he put her in like a rear, con- like a, in a, a tight rear naked choke and picked her up. I'm about to say that's going to be a rear way to say rear naked choke, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, was it real? A was real, it a real naked right. joke? <laughs> or was it a you know? I don't. So, supposedly he he was you know attempt. I don't, I don't see how you got this fighter in here and where Jones just was just about to just come up from behind you and put you in a rear naked choke out of nowhere. Now, like if if Usada finds coke in his system or something, then it's like yeah, that nigga rear rear naked choke the stripper. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but, that's funny. Yeah. Like straight up, you know, like DC is gonna have all the ammo. But um, John Jones tweeted D- out. DC gonna have ammo on this one too. Oh though, yeah, anyway. of course. But John Jones tweeted out afterwards because somebody was like, "Dag Jones, you in trouble again?" Oh my goodness! And Jones was like, "I'm definitely not in trouble because supposedly the the, the, the stripper. <laughs> I'm definitely not in trouble. I have enough money. Yeah, supposedly the, uh, the, to the pay chick this off. Is her her um her story's not." Lining up or the eyewitnesses. Um, see, it says it says multiple uh, multiple witnesses stand ready to factually refute the malicious lies being told about him to the public. So supposedly, you know what I mean. Uh, this is and, and it's not going to affect his. It's not going to affect his fighting either way because it's a misdemeanor. But. Yeah. The conviction, right? It's a petty misdemeanor. It can still can, uh, carry jail time, a uh, small, you know, jail time. If it'll he was probably convicted. just pay a fine, if anything, it probably won't come exactly. under jail. So they'd rather get the money out of him, right? So I mean, we'll we'll see how. Um, you know, she said Jones placed her on the bars, smacked her in the general regions. The woman told Jones that. Uh, told the woman said she told Jones twice he couldn't smack her unless he paid her a hundred dollars. So there was a price. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I don't know if they keep him on the on the walls in his specific strip uh, strip club. Mm-hmm. You know, like how much to squeeze a titty, how much to slap an ass, and how much to smack a pussy. I don't know. I don't, I don't know the rules to uh, that specific one, but I can assure you that there is a price to pay to play. But um. Um, he's Jones. I don't see why he didn't have it. Nobody goes to a strip club not wanting to spend money unless, well, unless you're just a broke nigga. Then I guess you would Anything go to else? a strip club not wanting to spend money. But um, no, man, that's it. I, I hope John Jones, I hope this doesn't, I hope this stops. I hope it doesn't go no farther than this. Um, for his sake, I hope the stripper's lying. Um, for our sake, I hope the stripper's lying. And if the stripper's not lying and Jones is going around uh, spinning back fist in the cat, then uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, so Pay I got one thing. Bucks. <laughs> I got one thing. I started. Um, I did start watching that. Um, the detail series. So they had did one with. Uh, they did one season with Peyton Manning. They did two seasons with uh, Kobe Bryant, and mm-hmm. now they're doing a season with um, Daniel Cormier. And I watched the one where he breaks down Amanda Nunes. Now, mind you, I've watched some of the Kobe Bryant ones. So I was like, oh, man, this will be really good. This will be interesting. Yeah. I cannot explain my level of disgust in this. Really? Yeah. I was not impressed, bro. Wow. 
like, especially by the end. Like, bro, when I say, like, this is not on my recommendation list, like, I have been... I have been very, you know, well-known to recommend good shows, good movies, like, it's beyond ultra-rare. I think I, I think I remember I gave you one, and that was, like, the last time I ever gave you a bad movie. But anyway, this show, man, like, one, DC's not entertaining. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of dead time where you're just watching it. And then he's very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, like... To me, there there's very little um, substance in being repetitive like that, mm-hmm. like literally going over the same thing over and over again and not changing it to give more insight or to, to expound upon it in any way. That bothered me. But I started to try and overlook it, and then it actually got worse. And it got worse not on DC's behalf. It got worse on whoever was in the freaking cut room's behalf. Oh, wow. Wow. And I, did, I haven't even watched it, so room. I can't. I, and it's crazy. I was interested in watching it. I'm going to have to I'm watch a, it now. He, he does, he, he just, they, they just released the Conor, a Conor McGregor yeah, episode. I, I seen I'm that one. I watched that one. Yeah. But, bro, so like, so typically, okay, to give you, to give you a comparison, right? So, uh, Kobe Bryant will break down a player, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think season two he did um, women's college, mm-hmm. or it, it was either women's college or the WNBA, but I think it was women's college. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, he was he, you know he'll break down one uh, a person and then he'll compare them to like a top NBA athlete, mm-hmm. right? And and you'll the comparisons are really good though, you know, like the um, the producers they'll go ahead and cut and show you exactly how this comparison works out Uh you know what i'm saying they're really good there um but the audio is very steady um it's there's no uh choppiness either either they know how to work well with kobe or kobe really knows how to break it down or kobe just leaves you know gaps in order for For them them to to cut it it up some Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so anyway um, with with this one, with DC, with the first episode at least, bro, towards the end, it's just like that. So it seemed like they were trying to make a comparison between Francis and Ganu and Amanda Nunes. Like they were trying to say, like Amanda is, the, I don't know, but they seemed like they were trying to say um, Amanda Nunes is the Ganu of her weight class, right, or mm-hmm. of the women's division period. But it was hard to tell because it was like Francis. And Nganu, and but it kept just showing different clips of Nganu while DC was talking, but they kept cutting it and cutting uh. it and cutting it and cutting it, and it was driving me crazy because I'm like, for those of y'all out there, like most of the time we do edit our episodes, mm. and you if you have a trained ear, you could probably hear it. Right. If you have an amateur ear, I've talked to a lot of people and you can't hear the cuts. Shucks Lewis has has admitted that he didn't know the conversation went that way and I've gone back and said, Yeah, it didn't. I, yeah, I just cut it that way. Yeah, only if I was like specifically remember so, how we was talking can I pick up on So I'm a true amateur in this cutting business and I promise you I believe I could do a way better job than that individual. Like, I, oh. I don't know. Did this dude procrastinate? I feel like he procrastinated, Lewis. I feel like he had 20 days to get all the footage done, to cut everything together. And on day 19 with three hours left, he was like, oh, shit, I should probably do that. 
That's crazy. Because it was it was horrible. Nobody should be proud of that production. Nobody. And I'm not ever here to bash anybody, but it was just that bad to get paid to put out a bad product like that. I'm sorry. Now I'm ranting because it just it nah, just irritates I mean, I, me. I didn't, you know what really grinds my gears? Right, right. <laughs> I didn't see it. Um, yeah, man. I, if I, listen, if I tell you to watch it, I'm telling you to watch it for the train wreck. I'm telling you wow. to watch it for. I'm telling you to watch it for the surgery that goes bad. Wow. I mean, and not in a good way. Not like, yo, man, you want to see a surgery that goes right, bad because I'm, I'm creepy and I'm dark. Right. No, I'm just like, yeah, no. Nah, it's just the guy didn't know when to stop stitching. Wow. So you only need three stitches, and the man walked out with sixty-seven. That's exactly what happened. Oh shoot. I got to check that out. That's crazy. Side note, that has happened in real life to someone I know. That's freaking crazy. <laughs> I hope the, I hope the 67 was necessary. What, Gosh, wasn't darn. 67. He was supposed to get three stitches, and he walked out with 20, though. Oh, shoot. I don't know what the hell he was pulling. <laughs> I'll tell that story for another time. We connected but yeah, that, that was to the it, man. I just, face. You got an earlobe goatee. Yeah, nah, it was, and it was, his, it was in his hand. But anyway, anyway, you were because you had brought up the Contender Series, um, I did quietly go and watch the um, – I, I went quietly just because I was like, you know, this is going to be horrible when he has to cover Jones. Like, it's because they're going to show when he yeah. gets kicked. So I'm like, part of me, I'm, 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 I'm waiting to see that, to see how funny that's going to be. When he has to break down him getting his ass whooped, yeah, because he's not the he's he he's you know they he, shouldn't have did him probably. I don't not. think they should have did him. They should have got everybody wants Rogan. I think Rogan would have been perfect. Yeah, but Rogan also you you get him breaking down. I mean, I think Rogan would have been perfect, but I guess they're trying they're trying to give they're trying to give well what they're doing it the yeah what they're to, doing yeah. is they're getting the the athletes exactly. to do the breakdown exactly. But there was there's Dominic Cruz could have did it. Dominic Cruz could have done it. He could have done I'm it. I'm thinking of. Um, there's a lot. There's of a guys. couple ones. Man, they could have got, got Frank, Frank Mir to yeah, do it because it was UFC. They couldn't get Frank Mir. So Still, that makes sense. He got former fights in Frank Mir. He got former fights in the UFC. I don't see why they could have got better people, bro. That's all. No, I, I understand it's former fights, but the way they were, the way it looks like is, um, you retired from there. That's the way it seems that we yeah. were they were doing things. But anyway, they just they could have got somebody better. That was irritating. I don't. Like DC is good, but um, by himself, I don't think so. I don't think he was entertaining. And there was times where he was talking kind of like this, so it was really hard to hear him. And then mm. he would come back, and it was just—it was weird, man. It was annoying. You know what, guys? Leave a comment. Am I right? Am I wrong? Yeah. Leave a voicemail. I can't Anchor, even touch uh, on it because I didn't see it yet. Mm. But Anchor.fm/slash round one. Leave a voice message for us. Tell us how you really feel. Because I sure enough told you how I felt. Yeah, you know what? I'm not mad at it. I mean, I got to check it. You know what? You actually made me feel like I'm about to go watch that now just to see, you know what I mean? Because maybe, maybe you're being too hard. Who knows? I don't know. I got I to gotta yeah, watch it for me, myself. Man. I was, I'm, I'm, I'm very self-critical. Well, how about um, this? But maybe, maybe I was overly critical on him. How about this? This is what we'll do. I'm going to watch that episode, and then when we come back for our next episode in the MMA, uh, in the MMA category of the Round One podcast, when we touch on the breakdowns of the UFC 240 and we give our fight predictions, we're also going to have to revisit that. And um, mm. and, and, okay. and 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 like what you did, there. and I'll let you know what I think about uh, what I think about DC's breakdowns. I am interested in checking it out. 
But I'll wait to I'll, I'll wait to the Edgar versus versus Holloway uh, uh, episode to to be able to more adequately, you know, give an opinion. Because right now I can't say anything. But wow, I'm really taken back. Yeah. I'm really really yeah. taken back. I, I've I seen won't, I won't I've seen commercials won't, of it in the scene. Interested. It seemed yeah, interesting. They, that's because all the parts that they didn't have to splice. It's crazy, bro. <laughs> but it was probably all his cuts. They probably just merged all the commercials right. together. And I like him on. Thing. I like him on what you call. I like him on as as a, I like him as a um, as an announcer. So, but do you like him as a compliment? What do you mean? Like as a com- I think he, like, I think him like and Joe Rogan is good together. I like, I like right. That's a compliment. Right, right. Meaning, like he's not by himself. Well, no. I mean, surprisingly, enough, this I'm time saying. was it was a uh, Dominic Cruz and, and John Anik, and I really like Dominic Cruz. I think Don, Dominic Cruz is more. I think Dominic Cruz would have been better because Dominic Cruz is just so too, more analytic. Yeah, very much. Yeah, I think very, been, yeah. very much. Yeah. I cannot stress yeah. that more. I mean, he he breaks yeah. down footwork and and everything yes. and during a fight. I, I I really I really would have I I would have liked Dominic Cruz in that position more. But oh man, there was just I, I gotta out. stop. I gotta stop. I can't talk about it no more because I'm I'm starting like my my mind my memory is just it's starting to play back. on rewind right, 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 right now. Right. And I'm just like, no, that was terrible. Ugh, you, yeah, and what episode was it? It was the uh, that was the first one, bro. All right, so first I'm gonna episode. watch that one and I'm gonna do and I'm gonna watch I'm gonna that watch one. One. And I'm gonna watch I'm the Connor one. Yeah, and then you know what? Yeah, when we come so, back, we'll, so, we'll touch on it because. All right, I got it. I got it. So let's do let's do a house cleaning and housekeeping, and then uh, close this one out. So um, we got fight hype coming. That's going to be the title series of all the uh, pay per view fights coming. So go. when we we break down what they are, fight hype, fight hype. hype. That that sounds Hitlerish. Maybe we shouldn't say it like that. Knife. <laughs> 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 just okay all right so we got fight height coming um we still have we did a review on uh brightburn um that's still coming your way um just cleaning that one up uh, to prepare it. oh my gosh uh and then uh hopefully uh we'll get the recording out uh at the time of this um what is it um today san diego comic-con just happened Oh so yes, we, we got definitely all the have Marvel a, release. Oh, we got such a goodie I mean, coming for you. I think we got at least twenty five episodes coming right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got <laughs> we got to do just a, a San Diego Comic Con episode, and then we got to do a breakdown of 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 everything. And I don't know how many just, things we're going to cover. How yeah. many? Oh, Phase Four, Phase Four makes my nipples yeah. tingle. Phase four, phase oh four. man, that's okay. All right, I love it. Sure and, and, and you know what? It works tingling. perfectly because we got phase four right now. My we got Peter tingling. Yeah, makes my Peter tingle. I didn't, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> I didn't, didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. But uh, well, definitely, everybody should know what that means now. Gosh darn! If you don't, then you need to watch our last episode of the podcast. But um, yeah, so we got that, and um, also we got our other series within our podcast series, not quite called classics. That uh, yep. Yep, that's coming to you guys. Uh, you know what? We, I want you to take away, just think about it, not, not quite cult classics, and uh, just come prepared. come prepared. Yeah, definitely. And we're talking about superhero movies. We're talking about the loved and the forgotten. So if you're listening to this podcast, please visit the round one. Uh, uh, I think it's power movies. I think it's power, power movies. Power movies. I mean, we're talking about, we're Man. going from Alita Battle Angel, Kick A, Kick Ass Who Had No Powers, uh, Push, Mother Freaking, you know, even even War, World of Warcraft. We're going we're gonna to throw that, we're going to throw World of Warcraft in just because, 
It's Josh's favorite movie, and you know what? Why that's a, not? That's an episode in all all by itself. You know what, Josh? Granted you know what? to I'm, you, I'm, sir. I'm, I'm, where's my pocket protector? Anyway, <laughs> I'm getting my pocket protector Gosh, for this one. Damn. All right. Well, while Josh gets his pocket protector, you yeah, guys go over the to the uh, to the Round One Instagram page, um, and hit us that's up. Round underscore One underscore Podcast on both Instagram and Twitter, and hit us up in the DMs. And um, we are going to be doing stories and pictures on our different podcast episodes that we're bringing forward. Um, hit us up in this meme. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, we got a lot of good stuff coming to you. Hit us up in um, in the comment section, or hit us up in the um, hit us in the comments underneath the uh, the pictures of the future episodes, or hit us up in our DMs right now and tell us what Marvel, I mean, what superhero power movies action type power movies did you think could possibly be a cult classic uh, I'm talking about forgotten superpower I'm talking about stuff like I am number four and things Chronicles that that, yeah things that didn't get their uh, claim to fame they, they, they didn't, they get, didn't the get a proper attention. due yet we're going to bring them their proper due mm. and within our own community what do we deem as a cult classic or not quite a cult classic did it hit the mark did it miss the mark let's get some interaction going um, yeah yeah man let's build that following and as always, like and subscribe. Tell a friend. That's how we get our, you know, following up. Tell somebody uh, if you enjoy it. Tell somebody. Heck yeah. Simple as that. Spread it out there. Spread the love. That's all I got for y'all. As always, guys. God bless. <laughs>